Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings and welcome to episode 21 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and a very, very sweet audience. I'm Jeremy, and with me to help deliver in the shenanigans is my good friend, Jesse. Jesse, how are you, man? It's been a freaking week, dude. How how have you been? Not bad, not bad. Just, you know, just kind of making it. I had a lot of work this week. Haven't had time to play too many video games. It's been really busy. Yeah, I, I witnessed a fire at work today, so that was fun. That is awesome. It's not so, awesome. So I, <laughs> so I guess that OSHA training that has been enacted is not that effective then, huh? Yeah, the OSHA training, what is required for us to learn, is not that effective when it comes to dumbassery. You, you would think you wouldn't need training for that. Like, hey, yes. guess what? Here we go. Rule number one, don't start fires. There we go. Problem solved. It was don't start fires, and if there's a fire... Got a fire extinguisher. Scream fire. Spray the fire out. Get a whole Amanda somehow. <laughs> Let them know. Instead, Let them know. This, this, I'm going to concentrate. This dumbass decided to watch the fire burn. It's like, That's not really I'm like, I, I don't believe it. I've worked with you. <laughs> well, that probably just doesn't make you feel safe. You know, like, hey, they're supposed to have your back. You know, your coworkers are supposed to have your back in no, case of emergencies don't. or, or <laughs> stuff like that. Man, that's that's. Crazy. I, I saw trust my coworkers day one when I realized that half of them can't even form a sentence half damn time. I'm like, neither can I, but at least I have some kind of thought. Yeah. I don't that's know. Crazy, that, man. That's just me just being a little bitch at work and just going, like, I freaking hate this place. Sooner or later. I always say I want to burn that place down, but someone's actually going to burn that place down. <laughs> was their name Milton by chance? Were they wearing glasses, and do they have a red stapler? Uh, no, but I do have a blue stapler on me, just in case. Oh, nice. Yeah, just, That's very good. Just Rochambeau it, you know. <laughs> so how's streaming been going this week? Uh, dude, streaming's been pretty tight. Uh, how about yourself, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really... I've been kind of tinkering with Twitch. Again, you know, just kind of looking at some of their things. And I think I'm just at the point, man, I'm just going to do whatever makes me feel happy every day. It's if I want to do this, I'll do this. If I want to do this this day, I'll do this this day. I'm just not. I'm 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 just going to start pleasing myself. That sounds very bad. So that's, to say. that's all I'm, you can do. That's all you can do. Sometimes. It's just, yeah, I'm going to start just if it pleases me, it pleases me. And if it doesn't please anybody else, I'm good, man. From the I don't need to make millions as a streamer, right? Oh, don't be starting off making millions as a streamer or not. Did you? Oh, that clip. Sorry, oh. making 
making cents as a streamer. Like, I like dollars and cents. Like, I, I don't know. I do our fun. That's all me. I do start our fun. And, you know, my dad always told me, like, you know, Daddy Burger always said, do what makes you happy. Like, cool. I'll do what makes me happy. And if I'm yeah, enjoying exactly. it, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm having a great time. I'm going to have a great time. That's right. I've I have found that pigeonholing myself into, you know, looking at a specific landscape has prevented me from seeing some really, really super good folks. So I've just been kind of looking everywhere, looking at anything I can, just trying to find good good people to watch. You know, I've found so many good folks. You know, a lot of people I found uh, a streamer the other day on Twitch that I just happened to look in retro and she was streaming uh, the original Larry, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh my God. You know, the old like DOS Wait, is that version. loud? I, I, well, it's the old DOS version. So I think it's a little bit cleaner. I don't remember it too well, but um, the streamer I found, she streams nothing but old retro games like that. Like she streams like old um, DOS games and old um, Sierra online games. And I was just like, <gasps> oh my gosh. Somebody who streams these amazing games that I grew up with, you know, that I saw a long time ago. So she basically streams those and it's it's really fun to watch those old games and those old, you know, stuff that you don't see too much today. So, yeah, it's definitely nice. Nice little change of pace because I don't know, I think like back then the stuff's a lot more easier on our eyes and way of speaking, like it's not too busy. Like let's take a look at Fortnite, which that game is super busy. Everything's bright. There's so much shit going on. And you go yeah, especially when people start building things super fast and they're like spinning in circles and they're building stuff yeah. at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, it's like that's I'm done. Way, that's way too busy in my eyes. And I'm like, oh, that hurts me a little bit. But it's then, like Doom. Uh, the new Doom game and the new Doom Eternal trailers I've been seeing, I can't keep up with those. Like my head, like there's such be- like new Doom Eternal trailer that came out mm-hmm. this week is absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. But, but it's Doom gameplay, I, it's, which is just insanely yeah. fast. Yeah. It's so fast that my mind, I just, I I get kind of nauseous. And I'm like, man, slow this down. So seeing those DOS games is a nice change of pace. I mean, it's a nice kind of way to live retro life again. You know, it's like, I haven't seen these games since I was a kid, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's like, oh, hey, I remember like, I don't know, Warcraft 2. That was fun. With the old yeah. flat graphics like, Command Conquer. It's like, oh, that's nice. Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I mean, that's, it's, I don't know. It was just a different change of pace. So I guess, long story short, I've been really been enjoying just watching people play video games and different types of video games and not just the normal, the normal game. So it's been kind of fun just kind of doing that. And, uh, you know, I, I see, I'm really having a good time hearing people's perspectives of games. Um, I found another YouTuber, uh, last night, actually, um, a, a buddy of mine, uh, Dr. Level Up, uh, tur- turned me on to her last mm-hmm. night. And I was like, wait, this is amazing. And her name is um, um, Pelvic Gaming. Pelvic, pelvic fr- like your pelvis. Like Pelvic Thrust. <laughs> like Pelvic Thrust, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but this girl on Pelvic Gaming, I'm watching her videos, and she gives such a really good perspective on on RPGs. She's a big RPG fan, mm-hmm. so she gives some really good perspectives on RPGs. And I think last night I I laid in bed and watched her watched her videos for like two hours. I was just mesmerized by. She has a very good voice. She has uh, the way she talks about games is so passionate. So like I said, I've just been kind of you know just just looking around and finding you know, all these amazing folks. And because I'm branching out and trying new things, I'm seeing 
that there's a lot of people out there that share my very similar thoughts and ideas. It's pretty cool. I mean, what's the whole but, thing? Like you always like find your needs somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Got to got to find your tribe and your you know find your you know find the folks that make you happy and that are like minded and you know watching pelvic gaming. Like I, I was like, man, this is really good. This is some good stuff. Um, but anyway, that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I know you said work's been pretty rough, but what about news? Oh, you want, want some, that? you want some news? We want some good old news. Let's do that. Let's Every do week news. we like to take a look at the news going on in our world. It's time for some Arcade Raider news with Jesse. Welcome to Arcade News, guys. Let's take a look at the news this week. Hey, the state is back to news. Ah, let's see. Oh, yeah. Google's announced that in 2020, there will be more than 120 games and 10 exclusives. For the buddies, no, no, no one cares. Cool, that's cool. Yeah, let's get down the nitty gritty here. What the news is all about? The Stega is dying. Yay! And the Stega subreddit, Reddit users are saying it's a waste of their cast on the Founders Edition. There's also bigger clues. The Stega's days are numbered from a report from Pocket Gamer that the Stega downloads have happened to remember. At the start of the life cycle, they managed to get about. 400,000 downloads, but last week the numbers only stand at a little over half a million. Now the app's only way to buy new games from the store and with no free version yet it has hurt them hard. Like really hard. We can also view how bad it's doing compared to a, the freaking offered service Destiny 2 with the Steam, with the Steam uh, player levels here. So uh with Steam rocking about 80,000 players online on average versus Sega's 5,000 players online. So, yay, the Sega's dying. Yay. All right. <laughs> this makes me happy. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it. I think one thing is hurting them, too. Um, I, I know with some of these articles, you know, remember they said that all these new games that are coming out in the first half of this year – I think they were using some of those as a big draw. Mm -hmm. But now a lot of those games are getting pushed back. Yeah. So now they're like, oh, shit. You know, wait a minute. We planned for this to kind of help our, you know, first and second quarter gain, uh, you know, gains. But like Cyberpunk was one of their games. I think that they said, hey, we're going to have Cyberpunk 2077. But okay. now that's pushed back to, sep to September. So I wonder how that's hurting them. You know, it's going to hurt um, them a lot. But I think anyone that has a, has a Stadia has a console, has a PC or something like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think there's definitely a lot of people, because I've, I've, I have a few acquaintances that have the Google Stadia, and they tried it for like a week or two, and I'm they sorry. haven't touched it since. Yeah, yeah, like they bought the $130 you know, pack, and you know, for some of them, I don't think all of them can still get 4K. Um, I think that was one of their things is like, well, you know, it's great, but we don't even have 4K yet. Um, only because he doesn't have the Comcast Ultra, which is are you you know, you're blocking. Yeah, he just has a normal. Yeah. yeah, he just has a normal uh, Chromecast. What did I say? Comcast. Ooh, that was a uh, slip there. Oops. Uh, Chromecast <laughs> Ultra. Ooh, Comcast. Ooh, I mean. Um, nah. Yeah, so he doesn't have a Chromecast Ultra, um, which kind of limits him. So he doesn't have the 4K, which is kind of a bummer. You know, it is. But, but I feel more bad because they pretty much they bought. 
the people that made Journey. They bought that developer, and now they own it. And I'm just scared for those, you know, that company, that one billion company, I think it's called. Because let's face it, it's like you're a small company, you get bought by Google, and the stadia goes down. What are they going to do with you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's just a simple fact that they promised the stuff when it started, and now it's two months later, you know, and they still haven't made good on some of those promises. And I'm sorry, but just throwing games at it is not going to help. And I, know? yeah, I think we said this a bunch of times, like they should have done this in a long ass early access time. I'll do a beta, do a lot more beta, mm-hmm. besides doing yeah, the closed yeah. beta. And exactly. Do another fine, year of this testing. Fine tune it. You know. But uh, that is. Yeah, I think it was interesting on one of those, um, one of those people on the on the article that you pulled up mm-hmm. says it feels like it's died already. Here I'm trying to enjoy and justify the hundred thirty dollars I spent on this, and I just can't at this point. We got tricked into being beta testers, and it pisses me off. Yeah. You know that's that that that's a sour taste because you know he's not the only person that yeah. said that. And you can you know, definitely so. you can definitely tell like this guy he wanted he wanted to get this a chance you know yeah or he would not have invested one hundred thirty dollars into because that's a lot of money yeah you know, that's that's potentially several video games on another platform that is two games and maybe like I don't know some DLC yeah so you know even though they they can you know they can spout one hundred twenty games all day long oh they can say but... all they want to they can promise me a golden rainbow at the end of this thing. It's still not going to say the stadia. There's still huge lake problems. There's still a lot. Like, there's Eclipse. Uh, I think it was a. Uh, was it Newsweek or something? I forget what it was. But they did a. They were playing Destiny and they hit space to jump. And two seconds later, <laughs> the character jumps on screen. I'm like. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. It's not a good. It's not a good thing, man. It's not. It's, it's very disappointing. Uh, let's talk about more disappointment, shall we? So last week, sure. yeah. So last week we talked about a bunch of games that have been delayed, and we'll add another game to the pile. Techland has pushed back Dying Light two to an undisclosed time, originally set for spring this year. However, in a tweet, it sounds like it could be longer. Dying Light official Twitter tweeted, "We know you're away in this game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promise." Unfortunately. We need more development time to fulfill our vision. Our priorities is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and expectations of you, our fans. We'll know more when this game gets a release next couple months, but honestly, I'm glad they're doing the delay because Techland has, I think, two games about zombies under their belt, and one sucks, and the other one's good. <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about uh, Dead Island versus Dying Light, and Dying Light's great. Oh. But, yeah, this has another thing to our pile here. Let's get into our pile. All the early games. Join the brings yeah, us so Final I, Fantasy. I have a few feelings about this. First of all, I... Okay, you're probably going to hate me for this, and I'll probably... People just not like this at all. I did not like Dying Light. Oh, I... Okay. <laughs> I know you're like, and whatever. I just didn't like the game. And so for Dying Light 2 to be delayed, okay, cool. You know, I'll probably play it. I didn't play Dying Light till like two years after it. I think I played Dying Light, um, not this past summer, but summer 2018 for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the game had been out for like four years, I think. Yes. Um, 
but what catches me here is they didn't even give a date. I read they didn't not, even say something. That's me. Yeah, they didn't even say anything like you know fall or winter or summer. I don't think this game is coming out this year at all. I don't. I, I don't think it is. I would say maybe no. spring, and I think they're gonna push for the the new Xbox and the PlayStation. To be honest with you, I, I think so too. I think they'll push for the new systems, the new consoles, and then they'll probably you know a later date do like a PS4 and an Xbox One version. Um, you know, but I just I don't see this game coming out this year. I know Techland I think is a pretty small. I don't think it's a huge like developer. I think it's a pretty small group of folks. Uh, you know, when compared to like, you know, like Square Enix and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's, I think it's crazy. And I've seen the, the things they want to put in this game and it's very, very ambitious. And I bet they are just, you know, really probably having a tough time making it all work, mm-hmm. which is typical. I mean, that happens all the time in video games. You know, I was talking to a buddy of mine who he worked in like the more of the sound and art you know, department of video games. But he said, man, he was like, it's, he said this stuff, you know, you might have this stuff and get it all together. And then all of a sudden you try to play the whole game on a console and it just might not work efficiently. And you've got to go back and, te- you know, and test all the, and then break it apart and fix it and do all this. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it's so, it, we know it's not, it's not uncommon for video game developers and publishers to say, hey, you know what? We did this and it, broke this so now we got to fix this and you know you can't just fix one thing and it fixes everything you know i think more but but you know what i appreciate more and more how video game developers are are kind of coming out and letting people know how everything works you know like hey we Mm -hmm. are not releasing because of this because here's how creating a video game works and i like that i think that's super cool um but no i'm i mean this game people are excited for I don't think it's going to come out this year at all. I it's, really, think I agree upon you. Delay. Yeah, I agree upon you. It's not a yeah. this year at all. I think they're trying to get more profit and hope for greener pastures on the new consoles. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know though. Or there uh, could be that much of like many bugs going on and much of like that, yeah, just tearing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking too. You know, like with cyberpunk and all that stuff too. I think that everything works. I just don't think it works up to their standards. And I think, you know, that they have, you know, a bar set super, super high and it just hasn't reached that bar yet. And, you know, they have a working game, but it's just, you know, they're like, you know what, let's just make this perfect. And I think they're, you know, trying to make as perfect as possible is, is amazing. Um, and Dying Light 2, it's very, it's a very ambitious game. I think it's supposed to be, what's the word? It's not procedurally generated, but uh, I think the decisions you make influences how the world evolves a little bit so is that uh, anyway oh no something like that so let's say that you decide to you know instead of helping somebody find water you steal their water well apparently that's supposed to change how how some other stories happen or how people perceive you and stuff so it's a very ambitious game that's tough to do even to write stories about that you know it's really tough so Techland, take your time. Take I mean, your time, fellas. Yeah, take your time. Take I your time. I'm not. I'm not that desperate for games to come out. You know, that's me. You know, I never have yeah. been, except yeah. except when I heard Starpunk's getting delayed. I go, oh come on! I'm like, okay, it's fine. I got time to play games. I can do whatever the frick I want for a while. Yeah, like I said, you know, let's like Techland friends. Take your time. 
do what you need to do. Uh, make the game pretty, make the game bold, make the game, you know, just a good story. Uh, our last story of the week. Oh, this is the first for AR news. Uh, for something the podcast. We're talking about Florida. Yay! <laughs> Local man, Tim, has been spotted. Okay, okay. Uh, Comcast Corporation officials have confirmed that Super Nintendo World will be coming to Universal Parks. I shit you not. This is the name they're naming the new park. Epic Universe. They said that the new park will open in 2023. So we got time to save up to buy whatever the hell we want there. I want to take some time to question if Steve Brook, the CEO of NBC Universal, knows anything about Nintendo. He said, Nintendo, based on our research, is one of the biggest potential drivers of attendance that you could ever ha- have of any kind. I just read this and felt like he did not know Jack about Nintendo. He's like, you know, my kids love Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, Nintendo, Super Nintendo World, the first one is going to be open in Beijing next year. And they're, you know, posting, like, Twitter you know, shots once in a while, like, this is what our urinals look like. And it's just, like, piranha plants. <laughs> just a whole bunch of, like, piranha plants around the ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I just feel kind of awkward about that because I'm going to be taking a piss in the piranha plants. <laughs> I think if you totally want to immerse this, like, you know, one one part of the park should be just entirely underwater and you have to swim. <laughs> you know, and you get your choice of, you know, like frog suit or, you know. So you <laughs> want this like whole that. immersion thing, like. Yeah, and piranhas in there that chase you around and you try to avoid them. <laughs> so, in our words, do not create a death park. Okay, I like. Yeah, I, think, I think if you really want to impress me, you know, do that. Freaking put my life in danger. Come on. <laughs> when I want to cast fireballs, give me a flamethrower. Oh, let's go. <laughs> okay, but this isn't the same thing as the Nintendo World, right? Aren't they opening a Nintendo World in Japan? Dude, this would be this would be kind. This would be in Beijing. And uh, okay. yes, I thought they were opening a Nintendo World in Japan. Was yeah, it? no, they are. Yeah, so this is Super Nintendo World. So it's gonna be a theme park. Oh. Okay. So a giant theme park of Nintendo-based rides and stuff like that. So mostly Mario, maybe a little bit of Zelda, and I don't know, more Mario. Oh, that'd be fantastic if they created like an underground legend, you know, Legend of Zelda dungeon. Dude, if that's happening. you have to fix all the puzzles or you can't get out. (laughs) Dude, if that's happening, I'm freaking be there for a while. You can just leave me alone. I don't give a crap. You can leave my ass at the park. Report lost and found. I don't care. I'll be in freaking Zelda world. I don't care. I'll be the happiest person ever. Just go. That would be crazy. Oh, just let me get my sword, please. Let Let me just say this real quick. If they ever sold mass swords there, like legit mass swords, I would buy twenty of them. <laughs> just carry them around town. I I wouldn't even carry them on town. I'll just keep one on me at all times. Like you know, I'll start walking. I will start doing exercise. So help me God. That's funny. I will be a savior that Minnesota needs. I will protect Minnesota from Gandorf. <laughs> who's this? Who's this giant person walking around with a all agreed sword? Don't care. I'll, I will save Minnesota. So help me God. So welcome to when Burger goes to Burger. Okay. 
I, I will say that I like going to theme parks. You know, we go, we, we've been to Disney a few times, you know, mm-hmm. we've been to Universal Studios. I would not go to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just, I just, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just, if it was like part of a theme park, you know, maybe like a little section of like Universal Studios, cool, but a whole park. It's going to be a part of the Epic Universe. It's going to be like, I think there's going to be four things. Oh, so okay. It, yeah. So Epic Universe is going to be the big park. And then, like, okay. it'll be his little section. But when I heard Epic Universe, I was thinking, fuck, this will be Fortnite. Oh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the one where they like, ew, Epic? Really? Ew. Fortnite, get out here. We don't want you. No, 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 no. I want to I wanna floss. <laughs> 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 uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious because, you know, it's like... It'll be something that, I don't know, I want to see if my big ass can fit in some of those rides. That's the game I always play. I go to I mean, the parks. It's like, can I fit in this ride? And most of the time, I can't. <laughs> you have to ask the question, hey, how high until my head gets you? <laughs> how high do I have to be the ride this? Coaster. So yeah. I, I'll figure something different, like, oh, hello. <laughs> well, why? Because I'm worried about getting decapitated, folks. I am. I am. Like, I gotta... You you play Mario Kart. Yeah. I, I pretty much ride, like, Waluigi at all times. <laughs> like, knees up to my freaking eyeballs. Oh, that's terrible, man. Welcome to the light being tall. The end. I don't have that problem. I'm short. Lucky short bastard. <laughs> uh, anyway. Enough of these tall jokes. Let's go into the free stuff. Uh, guys, some good news this week. Some good news. Until Half-Life Alex released on Steam, you can play all the Half-Life games for free. Yeah. That's, Ooh. That's good. That's some good stuff there. But let's not go stop there. We got another free game on the Epic Store until the 30th, The Bridge, which is supposed to be like a puzzle game, I guess. Kind of M like a, what's that, Escher person? Like MC Escher? There we are. Like one of those drawings. As a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So get that if you want to puzzle a game. But I'm kind of excited to see that Half-Life, the whole Half-Life series that I already own is now free until it releases. It's kind of nice. Uh, but eh, I think that's going to do it for our, for our wonderful, wonderful news. We'll see you again next week when there's more crap on my desk. Take care. Okay, this is the segment of the show in which we take a letter or note from a wonderful gamer out there and discuss their question or topic. So here we go with the mailbag question. Jesse. My name is Jesse. That is is correct. You are good. Um, (laughs) Good job. You did it. Um, Jesse, you mentioned you wanted to play more RPGs this year, Mm -hmm. but you said time is your biggest issue. What RPGs are you looking for towards this year? What RPGs are you playing? And what do you love about RPGs, or what about RPGs wants you to play more? So what do you think, Jesse? This is kind of a deep cut. Uh, well, what I look for in RPG with my little time is pretty much yeah. how involved can I get into that game, you know? Like, I tried playing Final Fantasy, like, ten, like, two years ago. And I don't know, like, I no, it was ten, it was thirteen. Thirteen, there we are. 
And I just got so bored because it was pretty much an odd battler for me. It was like, press a button. Hey, you win. So I want to be a little more involved in my game, you know? Yeah. Like, I... Is that the first... Is that the only um, Final Fantasy you've played? No, I played 10, uh, 12, 13, and 14 and 15. Not killing the tactics and also... uh, Oh, I love Final Fantasy tactics. Oh. Oh man, yes. <laughs> Give me that remake any day. Oh dude, if they put that on Steam, sold up. Sold. Um <laughs> so it's all about how involved I can get. Like, you know, action RPGs, like I always go for those. A lot more like like Diablo. If you like Diablo, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you're a Diablo three fan, yeah. Yeah, but that's now like okay, I'm just running the season uh carry Mimi. Okay. Come on, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go kill Diablo again yeah. for fifteen times a day. <laughs> I haven't even finished that game. Oh, then you know, I, I, mean, I, I got it played it put like probably 20 25 hours into it just like meh okay yeah, cool. but with, I got my fix but with Diablo now it's just like I only do seasons I don't play that main mm-hmm. story yeah. I go to adventure mode and I just pretty much do riffs unless it says hey you need to go to act 3 and kill this boss I'm like okay click act 3 click the boss and I go kill it yeah I mean that's pretty much what I would do now you know uh, so it's about how involved I can get to the game you know Overall, like, am I to keep my attention? Was a big thing, you know. Yeah, of course. Because I think the last big RPG I I beat besides Pokemon was Kingdom Hearts three, and real talk, I thought that game was crap. Yeah, they're really stretching. I think. Yeah, I've I've I, I don't know. It was all cutscenes for me. I was like, okay, another cutscene, great. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, I, I was, yeah. I was, I was so freaking bored. But I was like, I gotta push through it because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fanboy. I gotta push through it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I was so like, you're not. Yeah, uh, but I like those whole action RPG things where it's like I can press buttons to do shit. You know. Yeah. Like keep me on my toes. Uh, do you like the customization of like the character? Like I, I know with like Diablo. You know, like Diablo three, for instance, it constantly drops pieces of gear. Yes, I know. I uh, like customization, but I don't like gear grinding. But I do like. Okay, so let's talk about Pillars of Eternia, which is a good game. That's a really good game. Yeah, I love the fact I can kind of put my own stats in there and all the other stuff, and also like go the way I want to build, like skill trees. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like that's like my big, my biggest draw for like that was. But the problem is, too, when I stream that, I am reading paragraphs. I can barely make for the news, guys. <laughs> how are you, um, how do you like crafting in RPGs? Depends. I mean, is it going like to be... gear, food, you know, what, what do you like about that? <sighs> hmm. Or do you not like that? I guess it's... it's, it's the... Both, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really like. It's not my main draw point. Like, I gotta craft this, get a better weapon. It's like I'll fi- I'll go to get a better weapon. But if crafting like does something, I guess I don't know. I'm not. But let's say, if I put that on a scale, let's go a deep four here. Like, it's it's yeah, it's okay, but it's not the greatest. I don't know. Like when it comes to like you know, let's say you're playing uh, Final Fantasy, trying to go for ultimate weapon. You got to get all that, that gear first. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, screw that. Like, I was trying to go for Ultima and Kingdom Hearts 3. I was like, screw that. 
Huh, interesting. Because minigames suck. <laughs> so are you playing any RPGs now? Or? Uh, yes. Uh, well, I'm talking about one later because for two and five bits. But um, I was playing you No know, 2 and oh, that's a good game. Yeah, I'm like, I'm still like in chapter three, but I hadn't really picked up recently because some stuff came my way. I was like, oh, hey, okay, great. And yeah, like. Yeah, but you're also an anime fan, so you probably like the videos and the cutscenes and things, right? I'm, I'm a huge anime fan, but it's like, it doesn't matter if it's anime in it. It's how involved I can get the characters. Like when I saw that I was the president of the United States of America, I was fucking sold. I was like, stop, <laughs> stop. This is the most American game you can get right now. I'm sold. And like, you know, like, yeah, like I can deal with like any kind of the weird like accent characters on the reading because I was enjoying the game and the combat is actually fun. You know, it wasn't too hard, wasn't too complicated. You didn't remember a whole bunch of combinations. And I think we're talking about before we uh, started the podcast too, we're talking about uh, Tales of Vesperia, right? Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Yeah, like I play Tales of Symphonia. That's what the, but it's like with me when it comes to that series, I always yeah. feel like I need to play Tales. You know, all the Tales games in order. Yeah, but I really don't. You don't really, do you? Uh, I don't know. Like I don't know the continuing story in for that, but I always felt like I gotta play one first, then two, then three. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's kind. Gotcha, yeah. It's kind of like you're playing Kingdom Hearts, and you heard like. Shout out to Davis, Murph guy, uh, real quick. We're trying to tell you which Kingdom Hearts to play in order. I was like, let's play one and two and you'll be fine. And like watch a trailer for that and stuff. But our good buddy Murph's like, no, you need to play Kingdom Hearts, three Chain of Memories, uh, two, three, six, five, all the other stuff. And, you know, it's like, Sorry, I don't, you... I don't want a big ass story. I want a big ass story. Like when it comes to that stuff, like, it's like when it comes to anime. I don't want to freaking like watch like 500 episodes to get to where I'm at right now. You know? Yeah, I got you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- I think that's more along the lines with JRPGs. You know, oh. you see a lot of JRPGs that have a lot of those you know anime cutscenes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For but, sure. Yeah, but sometimes it's nice to kind of like play a JRPG because it's a good story overall. You get a lot of gameplay, and you can just chill out. And we're talking about like a difference between JRPGs and American RPGs. Or Western RPGs, like Skyrim. Yeah. Like Skyrim, you just, you're, you know, there is so much to freaking do in Skyrim, for one, start that right way, you know? Which I love that. Like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can build how the fuck I want. Well, I love Pillars of Eternity a lot more. Um, but, yeah, no, for sure. But when it comes to that stuff, I don't know. When it comes to Skyrim, it's way too open because I always want to focus on, like, I'm gonna do like a magic build this time, then boom, I'm self I'm self archer. Then it's like okay, let's try a new character. I'm gonna go for a warrior. Boom, self archer again. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always think you know what? Maybe this playthrough I'll be a mage, and all of a sudden you're a stealth archer. You're like damn it, I knew I was supposed to do self archer. Like fuck. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I, I like hearing your take on RPGs. You know, and what you like. Yeah. Um, because I I am more of a traditional I don't know if, I don't know if it, are, my RPGs I like to play first of all I I need a good strong opening mm-hmm. I don't like RPGs where people say oh you know it takes twelve hours to build up no it, it, sh- it should it, yeah I, I don't like that yeah it's, it's um, dry like right good, yeah I like to see a good strong opening maybe within you know three or four hours 
you know, cause I'll, I'll, you know, I like to give it, you know, three or four hours, you know, you sometimes five, you know, to, to, to see if I'm really digging it or not. And I like a good, strong opening with some sort of vague something, some sort of vague stories, but I want that story to not always be, you know, to be there, but I don't think that story always needs to be in the forefront. I think it needs to be very, you know, so it needs to be kind of subplot. Yeah. Well, I mean, it needs to be the whole plot, but it doesn't need to always be in your face. Like this is your mission. This is your mission. Oh, like I like like games. Yeah. Yeah, I like games, you know, that it's kind of, it's not very 100% known of what you need to do, but as you go along in a game, it totally, you finally realize, oh, oh, okay, in order for me to understand this part, I've got to go through this person's story. Okay, and under, understand this part, I've got to go through this person's story or this part of the land. And I really, I really like those See, twists and that's, along the way. And that's one reason I love RPGs, is just because you get an awesome story. It takes mm-hmm. a while but it's a freaking awesome story. I think yeah. that's the big reason why I love them so much. It's like you get this huge story rich something like someone spent time writing this. They spent like yes. they did more than Tom Clancy does for a freaking novel here. And they're just like, this is our baby. We we were up all night. We wrote every character. But then when it comes to something like, you know, Final Fantasy 13, I don't remember one a lot because that one I love a really, really bad taste in my mouth. It was like, yeah, I, I, I didn't, that. I didn't care about any of these characters. I started making fun of them in five seconds. I was like, wow, look at this bad boy, you know, boy band. Hey, look, there's <laughs> generic black guy. Oh, look, there's tough chick and our tough chick and kawaii chick, and then there's hope. <laughs> it's it's just interesting how you know. I don't know. It's just interesting to see those stories. And I love JRPGs because they do build and they take several hours, you know, to build, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't take 20 hours for you to go, Oh, oh that's no, what you're I'm trying to do. It's like when you're watching oh, a TV yeah, series. That's it. It's like when you're watching a TV series. Yeah. You don't want to be like, okay, it gets really good. Like episode eight. It's like, yeah. no, it should be good. Episode one, you know? And you know what? For RPGs, I don't need a lot of stats. You know, I don't need to have these very elaborate skill yes. trees anymore. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, you know, because you can, you know, maybe make your fireballs shoot three instead of one. Like, that's cool. Uh, but I like, I don't mind just doing gear, you know, looking for gear or looking for pieces of gear that just build on your base level stats, you know, and I don't mind that. I, I think that's one of my, my favorite things too about when I find an RPG, like JRPGs, because I'm growing the older I get that mm-hmm. I find rpgs and jrpgs more specifically are doing it more for me um they're really you know they're really tickling my funny bits i guess you'd say uh, mm-hmm. they're really tickling my funny bits more than any other games you know because they do this and right now i'm doing i never did a full playthrough of mass effect so i'm going back and i'm almost done with the See, first i mass love effect. mass effect and i mean that's it's like great yeah it's great and that's a simple no, it's great simple it's skill tree point. yeah yeah it is very straight to the point and, you know, if you want to do good in one gun, you put all your points in that one gun and you move on. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's okay, great. like, yeah, I'll get the next level, no problem. I'll work in this yeah, and even the story. Yeah. So I decided on this playthrough not to do, you know, um, something, not to do a bunch of side quests. And I'm having a blast. But I'm focusing on an RPG story. And we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, no, I love RPGs. And I think... Some of the few RPGs, there's actually two RPGs um, that I'm looking at coming out this year that I'm, I'm really, really excited about. 
Number one is uh is final is Final Fantasy VII remake. Of course. Like I am really looking forward to that game, mm-hmm. you know, because I love Final Fantasy VII. Uh, but that's not the only game I'm looking forward to. You know, I'm looking forward to um oh my gosh, I just my mind is going blank here. Um <laughs> I'm looking forward to, you know, um, you know, potentially playing some more of the Yakuza games. You know, and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, potentially seeing some of the other RPGs that are coming out. Like Trials of Mana. Sorry, my, mm-hmm. my mind is going blank. Trials of Mana. I'm excited about that one. The Trials of Mana remake is going to be really cool. So I want to see more of those. And I want to see more of those, you know, those types of games. Because I really enjoy it. But you know what? I also really enjoy going back and playing older games that I missed. I'm fixing to start a Chrono Trigger playthrough. I never beat Chrono Trigger. See, but it is absolutely one of the best games of all time. Do you know one of the best? It's, yes, it I, is. I own it too, and it's like I don't know if I should hop into it. I know there's like there is multiple endings, which is very scary for me. You know, yeah, because then it's but, like you know, RPG. I got the worst right? endings. Like why like the worst ending? I find it good here. You know, <laughs> and I mean with, with with Chrono Trigger, if you look at top RPGs of all times, it's always either number one or number two. It is. You know, so I, I love, I, I think for me with RPGs, just to kind of wrap it up here, uh, for me, RPGs, the story. If your game has a really good story that sucks you in and, you know, it's not dependent on having these amazing skills and abilities and you can still play the story without having the best gear and, you know, without spending days grinding materials just to make this, you know, robe, I prefer those in my RPGs more than anything. And I think that's why I like the Trails series. Trails in the Sky is just fantastic. You know, it's it's actually one of my favorite games of all times now. Um, but like I said, I like, I, I don't know. I just think RPGs is what's doing it for me here lately. And I'm yeah, so and glad the, that and that's the you, Switch. Man, you love that stuff, you know? And yeah. Yeah. I, like the Switch is doing so good. Nintendo is, to me, is really promoting RPGs. You know, with Trials of Mana. Yes. And, you know, bringing back, you know, Breath of Fire. uh, You know, yeah, Xeno Chronicles. You know, all these things they're bringing back. And I I really appreciate that. Um, You know, they have all the Final Fantasies pretty much now on Switch. So, I think for me, you know, the question, going back to the question, those are some of my, you know, things that I love about RPGs. um, You know, and even with little time, People always say, you know, well, I don't have enough time to play that game. And I'm like, well, if you don't have, are you saying you don't have enough time or you need a game that you have to beat in a certain time frame? I think it's more when it comes to that for me or not. It's what can keep my attention span for more okay, than, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So I have time, but it's like with all this stuff, because let's face it, we're both streamers here. We get like free yeah. games constantly. And it's like. It's like, oh, this game is so good. I'm going to, pl- you know, like I was playing Neo Cooney. I put a stop to that. I haven't played it since, like, I want to say January 5th. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, uh, Slate of got an update. Oh, hey, there's a few more games coming out. Oh, hey. Like, you know, like, crap. You know? Yeah. And I, I just think for me, you know, it's that question. Is it that you that you want something you can beat in a time frame, or you just don't have enough to put three or four hours a day into it. To me, that's a, that's a different thing now. Yeah. But I think RPGs are great for people that don't have time, you know, because you can pick up an RPG, play, you know, three or four hours of it, get a good chunk of it knocked down and go, okay, I'll come back to this in a few days. And you pick it up and it's just like, you're going back and hanging out with your friends, you know, you know, you hang out with your friends once a week. That That's to me what it's like. 
Yeah. Um, so that's why, you know, I take my time. I savor RPGs. I know you, know, you do. You started, love those. You love that. Yeah, I started Trails in the Sky, you know, before Thanksgiving, and I just beat it a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. You know, so mm-hmm. it, I took my time with it and really savored it, and I think that's what you can do with RPGs. So, well, that was our question about RPGs. Uh, more on that as we go through the year with our podcasts. And so let's take a quick second and let's head on over to what's tickling our funny bits. Each week, we also like to discuss the old or new games that we are currently playing from maybe a backlog or just a new game that's coming out. We like to call this segment, What's Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits this week? Okay, let's start with, I'm back to my crack. I'm back to playing Slay the Spire because it just released a new character, the Watcher, who is like a monk who has like two forms. Like she has her calm form, which... You know, you take regular damage, you do regular damage, and then you got Rage Form, which is like double damage, but you also take double damage. So it's kind of the whole like <laughs> risk-reward system, which I yeah. love so much. And I may suck of her, but I'm enjoying her so much. I think she's a great addition, and also she like, like you just think like, okay, I'm going to go straight up Calm. Then all of a sudden it's like, nope, I'm going Rage. Let's do it. <laughs> and then you just get told like, well... I'm dead. Uh, then I started hopping back to Last Epoch. I think it's called. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like I haven't I'm playing in a while because I was waiting for more updates, and yeah. I started going back to it. I'm enjoying that. I'm I'm back to the Diablo again. It was pretty much that's what it is for me, and wow. I'm enjoying the whole skill tree because that's an easy skill tree to learn. FYI, guys, like simple, mm-hmm. simple, simple. And I'm working on uh, Lich right now because I was like, eh, I'll try Lich out. Let's give it a so, try. That last Epic game, I actually have been beta testing that for over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just off and on. I got to meet the folks, the developers at PAX South last year. And I've had a code for the game. And I check it out every now and then when they do a new service. I think potentially um, Chaos Mole turned me on to that game. Uh, yeah, like and you year, turned like me on to that game. a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a game that potentially is a lot better than Pillars of Eternity um not pillars of, yeah is that yeah pillars of eternity right uh pillars of eternity the one that's like diablo uh Dungeons dragons or I mean yeah, diablo. yeah 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 i mean yeah, yeah so, i like and, it and a lot like more it's very similar to that um i like the way they're developing the last epic though i like the music a lot more mm-hmm. um the music and it's really good and i think it's a really good game i, I agree was, i was the settings game. the whole time thing because like chrono mm-hmm. trigger yeah um and then finally in my last game my what we're calling a burr crack. I'm playing Temtem. And, okay, so I know you hate Pokemon. I know you hate <laughs> the new Pokemon. I know you did. This one, I feel like they did what Pokemon should have done when it came to online multiplayer. Uh-huh. It's nice seeing everyone walk around. It's nice having, like, people I can play co-op with during my game where it's, like, walking around, finding Temtem. They do a two-on-two battle feature, so it's, like, usually find like two ten times at a time and it's like okay you send your first two out and i i love it there's a there's no pp but it says like stamina bars and i used to tag that a certain yeah. amount of stamina so it's like a little more competitive versus like oh i'm just gonna do this huge powerful spell sometimes that spell is like locked behind two turns 
So it's a lot more strategic, like, okay, yes, this fan can one-shot, but only after two turns. And there's combinations, so if you have a flying type, like right now I picked uh, Crystal, which is like the one of the starters. And yep. then you get this whole Crystal Rain effect, which is it's pretty strong by itself, but it gets stronger when you have a flying Temtem next to you. So it gets a whole like combo attack style. It gets synergy. Interesting. Yeah, which I was enjoying that. Um, a lot of features I do like. I love the fact they went. They did. They did proper pronouns. So you can be a he, okay. you can be a she, or you can be a they. And I love that as like that's cool. as a way of progression in our future, you know? The way yeah, that's know, awesome. A lot of people are not he and she's. They're like, we're a they. And I'm like, respect. <laughs> and yeah, for sure, for sure. It's still early access. I mean, I was playing day one and server times. <laughs> I was in Yeah, I've heard they've had a few server issues. Hey, I got the boob in queue, so I'm happy. <laughs> We we had eight thousand and eight. I was like, boop, clip it. Thank you. So that's, I was, a, I was officially a boob. Uh, nice. That's what tickled my funny bits. Jeremy, what is tickling your funny bits, good sir? Well, I beat near Automata. Um, uh, and how did you like that? I did not. Oh. Um. I. I. It was it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't quite know, and I know that there's several endings. Like I'm supposed to go back and play, you know, as the other character, and apparently there are four endings. You're supposed to beat the game four times to get the full effect. And everybody, you know, was telling me like, oh, you know, just keep playing, you know, play the first character, and there's some, you know, surprises at the end or whatever. But I really, I I don't know. I just, I I wasn't a fan of the story. Um, I think the fighting system was super janky. I used the same sword the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was the point. Um, I used the same button mashing, you know, sequences the be? whole yeah. game. Yeah. Like I used the same thing the whole game. And, you know, I even set it on auto mode a few times for my gun to shoot. But even that was, you know, it, I don't know. Like I'd probably say 80% of my damage came from the stupid gun or, you know, the little thing that flies around with you. Mm-hmm. The story was okay. Um, there were some parts where, like, okay, that's interesting, but then it would just drop off for me. Um, it would be like to get from one major point to the next major point. It was like a huge lull, and I could just never get into it. But I started reading some, you know, reviews on it after I played it, and they're like, you know, some people really like it, and most of the people just don't like it at all. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't think it was that great. Uh, maybe I'll play the next couple endings, but after spending like probably 11 hours into it i probably will not play another ending yeah i think i might just stop right there yeah this is not gonna hop back into it you know it sounds like what you wanted was a one and done thing and yeah. that was way too like much for you yeah i think i was also coming off on you know from playing a really long super good jrpg in trails in the sky and i was like oh i'll just try this game you know just for a break and i was like yeah this is boring i want to go back to trails <laughs> but i'd already beat it so um but anyway um I'm also playing the mass. I'm doing a play of the Mass Effect series. Where are you at? Like, like which said, game? Which game? Like I said earlier, I'm still on the first one. Mm-hmm. I am almost done with the first one after about a week of play. Um, the first one can be beat if you if you don't do a ton of the side quests. The first one can be beat in like 22 hours or so, maybe 25. Mm-hmm. So if you don't play all the side quests, you could probably you could beat it pretty quick. So I think yeah. I'm about 13 hours into the game now. Uh, I've only done a handful of side quests. 
the only side quests I've done are the ones that have been right in front of my face that I could solve really quick. Um, but I mean, I've played, I've beat Mass Effect 1 before, so I kind of know what's going on. Um, have you but played I wanted others? to beat it again. What's that? Have you played the other ones? Uh, I never beat 2 and I never played 3. Oh, so I just wait be the 2. Just yeah, wait. I thought it'd be best to um, go through for, through the first one first. Um, but I'm going to hit 2 and then I'll do 3. I'm probably not going to do Andromeda because I played that one and I it was okay. Um, but I'm definitely going to play 2 and I'm definitely going to play 3. I already mm-hmm. have them on my Xbox, so I think I might just barrel through those. So, yeah. So, no, this week I've been finished the Automata and I am working on Mass Effect series. What do we have for game releases this week? Oh, boy. Do you want the game releases for the week of January 27th? Because I know I do. Ah, guys. I do, too. We got some game releases. We got Journey to the Savage Plan for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC coming out on the 28th. We got Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch for the, on the 28th. We got Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire for PS4 and Xbox One on the 28th as well. And the last game for 28th is Warcraft 3 Reforged for PC on 28th. And final games of the week on the 30th, we got Through the Darkest of Times on PC. I was going to say Through the Fire and Flames for a second, but then I got distracted. <laughs> um, but Reforged coming out. So Warcraft 3, if you like RTSs, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Oh, that's going to be great. I can't wait for that. That uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 was a pretty good game. I didn't beat it, but I got I played it for several hours, and I really dug it. Yeah, I think I put like 20 hours in that game. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. I um, enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I, I don't think it's as good as Divinity, but it's it's a really good game, and if you kind of like... I guess it's, it's an RPG, right? Yeah, yeah, it's an RPG. Divinity or Pillars? Pillars. Oh, it's definitely an RPG. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, but no, yeah, Pillars of, Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, no, that's it's, it was a pretty good game. I played the first one a little bit, and I played a little bit of the second one. Yeah. I was just, it was just at the time, I was like, yeah, I've got other stuff to do. Yeah, I think that came out in the summer, like two years ago, and it was just a lot of games coming out, like right up yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you haven't had those games, try them out. Definitely Pillars of Journey 2. And if you want to be like me and Journey back in the day and play Warcraft 3, go for it. It's coming out free for yes. <sighs> But yeah, some good games week. We're finally getting that busy season again. I'm finally glad we're out that drought. It's starting to pick up. It's starting to sure. pick up. Definitely. All right, folks, it's that time again. It's time to sell out since we're coming to an end. So let's promote our content and tell everybody around the good interwebs where we can find ourselves. Jesse, what you got? You can come find me on dollarfriendfinder.com. I'm kidding. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, make sure you're paying attention there. Uh, you can come find me on mixer.com slash tapper where I'm playing games regularly. You can come find me on Twitter and Instagram under tapburger. Jeremy, where can we find you at? Well, I'm actually streaming at both platforms this time. So you can find me at twitch.tv slash Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. Or you can find me on Mixer at mixer.com slash Skyroby. And then, of course, on Twitter is another great place to find me at Mr. Skyroby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. 
And friends, that does it for our time this week. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussions. Until we see you again, enjoy your games and have a good time.